Welcome to Whole Confessionals, the podcast. What do you get when you gather an eclectic group of alternative artists and thrust them upon the unknown? What do you get when you back a black man into a corner? Listen and find out. In the city where every language is spoken, there is only one that transcends them all. Everyone speaks ho, and as we say, ho up or blow up. Ho Confessionals is uncut, a marriage of the raw, decadent, and unconventional. Follow the Wonder Ho Nation through every adventure, from underground hip-hop parties to the fetish ball extravaganzas. Every scene receives a cameo, blood, glitter, baby needles, and Wonder Ho star power, and a whole lot more. We've got all the trickery you could ever need, the drama on stage and off, a never-ending, spiraling adventure. This is the place where dreams come true or burn by the wayside. And in Berlin, even the ones that break through get a little dirty. Prepare to listen to blood, sugar, sex, magic, a life and lifestyle discussed, dissected, and disseminated. In whole confessionals, there is never an easy way out, but there is a way. Definition. 1. American English slang, taken from the word homage, with the twist of a French spelling to imply prestige and class, not to be confused with ho. 2. A literary nod to Josephine Baker, one of the most famous American expatriate artists of her time and the godmother of the Wonder Ho Nation. 3. Verb, to have gorgeous sex with sinister style. Verbal slap number 14. I'm not trying to be flavor of the month. This craving is long lasting. Chapter 17 Isolde's Return. The whispers of Isolde's return finally descended upon my ears the day I stared into eyes exactly like mine. She was me in the feminine form. She was beautiful. She was a sister I did not even know existed, taken from my mother by our father, a man I never knew or knew of, and now she had returned. In this moment, everything that I was, who I was to everyone, changed forever. My younger brother and sister, now half-brother and half-sister, the only father I had ever known, now my stepfather. I ached as never before, as a revelation that the man I loved and respected so completely was not mine in all the ways I so wanted him to be. Isolde's return, and the whispers escalated. Sometimes they reached thunderous pitches. It was on these few occasions that I grasped for answers to all the questions racing through my young mind. But my mother, the keeper of Pandora's box, wielded her power and kept a tight lid over all the secrets threatening to come to light. Isolde, seeking approval from a mother she had wanted to have but never had known, served her willingly. Whispers of other siblings across the Atlantic, 
whispers in languages I had yet to comprehend. The whispers of money I was entitled to could not compete for the answers I felt owed to me. This is no love story, for Isolde's heart became spurred against me before she set eyes upon me by our father, who had kidnapped her as I had lied waiting in my mother's womb to enter the world. A mother's love is one of the most powerful in existence, and Isolde sought it out as soon as she had the freedom to do so. And when you want it all, there can be no other contenders. So I, along with my younger brother and sister, were driven out. I could only envision the tears streaming from my mother's stoic countenance as she spoke with Isolde in seclusion. The shock and betrayal almost too much to bear as I was shut out with no explanation whatsoever. The trust and respect I had for my mother were never to return. And how my father yearned to pick up the pieces shattering all around me, but he could not, for this was not his story to tell. Only one person could be the messenger to the facts I deserved to hear. There was no one else to ask, because it was forbidden. No tears were shed from my eyes as I thought. This was an act of weakness. The love I had for myself brought me out of this storm, for now I was the bastard, the one cast out. The maturity of my mind and the fortitude of my spirit refused to wither away to the bastions of an abyss I had no desire to enter. So just as Isolde had returned as an adult, I held on to my aspirations and departed to the solace of another life. Years later, I returned to confront my mother and family. There was unfinished business. Fear forced me to unresolved issues. I now knew love in many forms. I wanted to share what I had been given to the woman who had brought me into this world because I had finally realized her private pain. And at the very least, I would tell her exactly how I felt. I was a man in every way now, and I intended to express myself in ways I had never been allowed to before. So, I returned. I was unrecognizable, inside and out. All the years I had been gone, and contact had been nearly non-existent. My return almost immediately soothed my soul. I always felt that I was the castaway. The return was but confirmation to all the theories which had run through my mind over the years, and this time, no one could control, subjugate, or dominate me. I had the power of love within me, and none of them could wrench it away. No family member, be it cousin, aunt, or sister, was spared from my emotional rampage. Still, I loved them. It only strengthened me more to know that everything done to me had not left me with a cold heart, only because I would not allow it. And as I predicted, nothing had changed. All the places I'd been and the things that I'd discovered meant absolutely nothing. I had left despair, and now it had been turned against me. I had been raised on the principle that blood was thicker than water. The life I've lived thus far told me that true love knows no boundaries. I have but one life. I refuse to waste it. I railed against this insurrection, and my soul was free. I loved me. I loved the person I was and who I was becoming. I wanted to share it. Black men don't cry. That's a lie. I'm living proof. Tears of joy I shed before them, and none were affected. It was freedom time, but I saw in their eyes that the years had done nothing but bury their souls.
I returned because if they could not find it in their hearts to say it, I wanted them to hear it from me directly. So there would never be any doubts about my departure. They would know the truth. I never fled. I never meant to stay. It did not hurt my heart to say what their ears needed to hear. All those nights I died on the inside. My father, younger brother and sister I was denied access to because I had to end the cycle of abuse. And I was not bitter because I had reached a level in my life where I knew the best was yet to come. Inspiration comes in all forms. If I could rewrite the story to happily ever after, I wouldn't. And now, Isolde has the mother she has always wanted, and I have the love that I need. Regret is for those without the strength of their convictions. I am full of joy on the inside, for I am a survivor. I live. Only when you face your past without a care in the world can you truly enjoy your future. To own your own truth is always a story worth telling. The sun that sets to shine still has plenty of time. Verbal Slap Number 14 I'm not trying to be flavor of the month. This craving is long-lasting. You have been listening to Hope Confessionals, the podcast. Do us a favor and leave a five-star rating wherever you listen. To order the book, find it on Amazon or Kindle. To follow me, it's easy. Hashtag Tristan212 on Twitter and Instagram. Good morning, good day, good evening, goodbye.